Welcome to a deeper perspective. Today we're going to be talking about something interesting. Um, an interesting idea that caught my attention. So what I decided to do was talk about it. So what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be asking the question, is attention the same thing as love. And we're going to be talking about two different types of love for this to work. And then we're going to be talk, talking about two different types of attention. And they both relate in a lot of ways, which is, well, it's actually not why, you talk, not, not why I'm talking about this, but it's part of, uh, it, you know, it's part of the uh, structure of this episode. So is attention the same thing as love? Um, we're going to be trying to answer this question in this episode, and 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 in order to do this, we're going to have to quest, ask the question and uh, answer the question: What is love, and what is attention? And to do that, we're going to have to uh, go into conditional love and uh, condition, conditional and unconditional love, and conditional and unconditional attention. That's what I'm calling it. Um. So, what is love? Um, so, love, conditional or unconditional, and we'll get to the unconditional later, but the typical form of love that we, we think of right now is, uh, you know, it's pretty understandable, right? Like, we, love is basically where you, it's, you know, something that you do, you know, say you desire somebody or you love you love somebody or whatever right in the typical way that we understand it but then there's also other emotions and, and things that you could also ascribe ascribe as attention as well in this way um, but many of us think that a love is a feeling but what if love is actually not a feeling what if love is actually attention itself um, especially, uh, especially conditional love. So, what is condition? What, especially unconditional love. Sorry. So, what is conditional love? And then we'll go into unconditional love. So, conditional love is pretty understandable, pretty uh, universally known. Um, you know, you love somebody, but you don't want them doing things that you, you need, basically like a child-parent relationship is a good example of a conditional love relationship in a lot of ways, like. You love your child, but you don't want him to do drugs, you know, masturbate, whatever it is that you think is wrong, whatever the case is, right? Unconditional love could actually be described more as acceptance, meaning that, you know, whatever the child does, you may not agree with it, but you will understand it and you are unconditionally loving of this person despite, you know, what the person does. Conditional love is the opposite, where the person does this thing and then you don't you you take away your love. That's what we usually have as is conditional love. So unconditional love can be boiled down to acceptance, And conditional love can be boiled down to non-acceptance or non-acceptance in certain 
in certain moments and certain when certain things could happen when certain conditions are met to take away that conditional love so what is attention so there's two basic kinds of attention and each and, and there's two subgroups of each of these conditional and unconditional attention um conditional attention is what I call a conditional, the reason why I call it conditional is because what it basically is, and this is a bit of an unusual understanding of uh, attention, but uh, just bear with me for the moment. So, ideally, attention would be unconditional, meaning that when you pay attention to something, there is no, or there's no, there's none or very little filter that is um, clouding the um, the attention itself. So I, I give an example of what con- uh, unconditional attention would look like, right? So a conditional person. So let's say you're, you're listening, you're watching a baseball game, right? Just give an example. Um, conditional attention is where you, you're paying attention to the game. But because you're invested in somebody winning the game, whoever that might be, your your team, whatever that team would be, that's that's conditional um, attention. You're basically trying to, you're basically attending to this game to see a winner, to hope that your team wins and if your team wins you go no this is annoying this is stupid this is you know things like this right depending on how invested you are in this game that you're watching unconditional attention is where there is none of that happening you're it's not about you it's not about your attachment to a certain team a certain whatever it is you know there may be an attachment to like You know, like, wow, that was a nice play or whatever, but it's not really like, you're not really concerned about the outcome as much. Um, and so the same thing, I suppose, is true for love, right? Conditional love, uh, you take a child or you take somebody, you, you yeah, like a romantic partner, and they do something that you don't agree with or that you don't like or whatever, right? Conditional love says, I love you if. So it's almost more like a, uh, there's an episode I made a while back called uh, Expectations and Complaints are Attempts to Make Others Copies of Yourself. And basically the point of the episode was, and it wasn't really uh, the point in the beginning, but uh, in the end, basically the, the point of the episode was, all of your complaints of somebody is to make them to to make them just like you, and at least in that thing that you're complaining them about, um, it's it's a, an attempt to make them like you, basically, right? And so this is a, this is exactly what conditional love does. Unconditional love takes that same situation and goes. While I may not agree with what you did, I might not have liked it, that thing. I will still love you anyways. I will still understand why you did this and things like this. So, 
and there's two subcategories of uh, conditional and unconditional, which we can go into in other episodes. Uh, This is actually a pretty um, stable form of ego as well. There's conditional ego, and then there's unconditional ego. Um, You may not think that ego would be unconditional, but actually ego, I think, can be unconditional. Um, and there's different levels to this as well. Like it's it's not really like a either or where you're like either conditional or unconditional. I think it's more of a spectrum. But we can go into that in other episodes. So unconditional attention attempts to pay attention to something for the sake of paying attention to that thing or maybe to get some information or whatever but it's not necessarily to prove a point or to uh, because you're attached to whatever this thing is right it's because you're paying attention to it for maybe you're trying to understand it or whatever um, which is, has a bit of a condition because you're trying to understand it. It's not for attention's sake necessarily, which would be completely condition, uh, unconditional, but it's still very close to unconditional, and so I still call it conditional. Um, so there's two subgroups of conditional or unconditional. There's uh, extreme unconditional, which, which is uh, kind of like religion, religious texts are very extreme, unconditional. Like, if you don't do what I want you to do, you you should suffer and you should punish, you should be punished and all this other stuff, right? And then there's moderate, unconditional words like, you know, you shouldn't do what I, I, I don't want you to do, but if you did those things, I'm not going to punish you, but you're, you're annoying to me and I'm not going to talk to you, right? And then there's moderate unconditional which is something like okay so you did you did this thing why did they, why did you do this thing or whatever right and then you seek more understanding or you seek whatever but it's not to punish the person or it's not um, to uh, prove your own point or you to uh, to uh confirm your own biases but it's only to get more understanding or whatever and that's probably the best form of uh, conditional uh, attention or awareness in this case Um, and then there's the extreme conditional which is uh, where there is none of this at all there's no filters there's none of this like I'm trying to understand it you're just paying attention it's almost to an extreme to such an extreme level where you can actually literally pay attention to something to such an extreme degree that there's no thoughts happening. There's no dialogue in your mind. That's extreme con- unconditional uh, uh, awareness or attention or what I'm starting to call non or directional awareness. Versus a non-directional awareness, which is something I'll get into another episode. Because <laughs> it's, uh, I'm kind of uh, giving you a bunch of uh, concepts here in one episode, but for a purpose, right? So uh, this, by the way, this is not my idea. These are not my ideas completely. Like this idea of uh, 
conditional and unconditional attention was actually something somebody else suggested because we're my close friend circle of friends were talking about this and uh, I just kind of refined it and changed it. I tried to generalize it so that it it made more sense in a bunch of different contexts. But uh, <clears throat> so let's go into attention or what I call directional awareness. <laughs> so so we might as well go into directional versus non-directional awareness because it's a interesting uh, subject in itself. So one might think that awareness is the same as attention, but actually it's not. Actually at its at its source, it's non-directional. Um, so, think of it this way, right? So, say you're in a crowd, and you're paying attention. You're you're not paying attention, but you're listening to all the sounds in the room and things like this. Not trying to pick out any particular sound or anything like this. This is a version of non-directional awareness. I mean, there's there's more extreme forms of this where there's literally nothing there at all. But uh, that's that's another episode, and I'll get into that in other other episodes. But anyways, but directional awareness is where you are picking out specific voices uh, in the crowd or whatever, and you're doing that by paying attention to people close to you or whatever whoever it is, whatever the case may be, right? And so directional versus non-directional awareness. Um, <clears throat> so what does attention ultimately boil down to? So attention is kind of like an action, but it's also... A, uh, an, an attribute or a state of being at the same time. It's kind of an interesting thing as far as that goes, right? So what I mean by this is that it's an action because you're doing it in a sense. Like usually though, when we think of the word doing, we don't really think of it in the, in the mental sense, but, there's, there, but there are things that you do in your mind. Like you think about certain things and then it's kind of an action. Um but in the same way, attention is also kind of an action. Like you can pay attention to one thing over over another, or what you can pay attention to. Um, nothing at all, and experience non-directional awareness. Um, <clears throat> and at the ultimate level, at the extreme level of non-directional awareness, is the. Uh, the, the, the non-dual path that I talked about in the la and, uh, one of my previous episodes about the uh, technique of doing nothing. <clears throat> Basically, that's one of the extreme levels of uh, non-directional uh, non awareness. But anyways. Or omnidirectional awareness or omnidirectional awareness could also be a word for that. But anyways, um... The direct path is 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 a extreme form of omnidirectional or non-directional awareness. Um, but anyways, so attention is a thing that you 
do to tr attempt to learn something uh, or to gain some information or to, you know, whatever the case may be, right? But it's also a, a sort of state of being because it's not like you're, when you're, when you're paying attention to something, it's not just that you're doing it. It's also that you become the thing that you are doing. Um, and you can even do this to such an extent to where the, the attention and the thing being paid attention to melts into one thing. And there is no more like you and there is, and you and the thing that you're paying attention to is, is now you're both one. You're both connected and, and uh, whatnot. But uh, that is happening because not, not only is attention an action, but it's also a an attribute of, a, of, a, of directional awareness, and it's also a state of being and a state of mind at certain levels. So what do you pay attention for? What is the purpose of you paying attention to something? Uh, and the answer is to learn, to, uh, to grasp information, to, to see its potential, you know, to not mess up on something. So, what is love in this context? What exactly do you do when you love? What's the purpose of love? Loving someone, in this case, it is to appreciate, to learn from, to understand, and to eventually become one with this person in certain ways, uh, whether physical or mental or spiritual or whatever the case may be. And you do that in different ways. Um, but there's also differences because with attention, there isn't, there isn't necessarily a, an appreciation and there isn't necessarily a desire for the thing that you're paying attention to at the more unconditional levels of attention. But the same could also be true for the more unconditional levels of love as well. Um, of course, the other big, huge difference here is that love is usually considered a feeling and attention is not. But um, that's really only an assumption. We only assume that love is a feeling. We don't necessarily know this to be true uh, experientially, like there may be things that are love, but aren't, but we aren't aware that they are love because we assume that love is a feeling, but, uh, it's another episode. <laughs> so what I want to try and do in this episode is give you, uh, points that could basically explain to you the, the, uh, basically uh, points for or against the idea that attention is the same as thing as love. Um, so 
by the way, I'm just, I'm just winging this. I'm not really like, I didn't write anything down or here. I'm just kind of going from my observations of attention and love at the same time. So attention and love equal acceptance at the more unconditional levels. Attention and love equal um, understanding at the more unconditional levels. Attention and love equal judgment at the more conditional levels, like judgment. Like, you you shouldn't do this thing. You did this thing. You know, do this thing, whatever it is, right? Attention equals love or attention and love are appreciative in some ways and more unconditional or more moderate unconditional levels. You know, you could appreciate something that you pay attention to, or if you think about it, you can appreciate your attention because without it, you couldn't learn, you couldn't grow, you couldn't understand what's happening as well. Hmm. So, attention and love is more... Attention and love is... Uh, you know, attention and love attempts to understand this thing wholeheartedly, become one with it even, uh, at the more un unconditional levels. So let's go, let's look for differences. And there's a basic claim similarities and things like this. So attention and love could be different because attention is usually more seen in a non-emotional way versus love, which is more emotional, like, you know, the feeling of love and things like this, right? Assuming that the feeling of love is actually love itself and not something else. Um, while as love is, is more of an attachment, while attention itself isn't an attachment, um, love has more qualities of, of warmth while attention does not. Especially at the more conditional or unconditional levels and unconditional levels even um, love attempts to possess while attention attempts to uh, I don't know the word for it. Caress, maybe? Not really caress, but basically attention, attention attempts, attempts to uh, pay attention to. And so, like, for instance, like, love, at the more conditional levels, possesses, like, it goes, you are mine and I am yours and let's be together forever, kind of thing, while attention goes I wonder what this thing is let me touch it let me feel it let me look around this thing whatever it is so give an example right like say you have an object let's say you find an object right love is it um, 
will own the try and own the object. It may feel it and things like this with attention, using attention, but then it will try and own it at the more uh, conditional levels. At least, while attention would only feel it, look at it, look at it, and try and understand it in a sensational manner, whatever that is, whatever that thing is, or a conceptual manner, whatever that thing is. Could be a mental understanding of something, could be a physical object, could be anything, right? But basically, attention is attempting to understand something. Directly or indirectly, or, you, or you're using attention for that purpose, basically. Versus love, which is not really about understanding so much as it is about uh, embracing, I suppose. It's more, especially at the more conditional levels. Um, now, perhaps that's because our, our, our definitions of love are honestly very uh, one-sided anyways, but that's, that's another episode. So, attention... Especially, especially uh, more conditional attention is all-encompassing, while love is, especially at the more unconditional levels, is all-embracing, which is similar but different, right? So, the air around us in the in the, on Earth around Earth and things like this. Is all encompassing, all, all encompassing, meaning it encompasses in, around Earth and things like this. And it's around it, and because ninety-eight percent of all matter is empty space, it's also within us. And within you know the Earth and things like this, while love is all embracing. Meaning that it embraces, like say you, you would take air and then instead of just do, doing what air normally does, it would, it would decide to constrict and embrace earth because it loves it or whatever. And another word for love almost could be appreciation in some ways as well. That's the difference, right? Um... Love is an attachment while condition, uh, while uh, attention is not. So, I think the more unconditional forms of love, the more unconditional love it would be, the more closer to attention I think it would become. Because unconditional love would not attempt to embrace somebody necessarily I mean there may be times when it does that and things like that but it wouldn't do that necessarily like the more conditional forms of love like romantic love especially is more all-embracing in this way and it's all about like possession and ownership like oh I want to be yours I want to be married to you and only you and things like this and so it, it, it is it has a special relationship with only one person while unconditional love has a special relationship with all persons and all things and everything, everywhere, all the time, basically. Um, 
And so to do that with emotions would be unhealthy and probably impossible. So having unconditional love with feeling would be impossible, but unconditional love as attention might actually be a possibility. So what if unconditional love isn't about love, the emotion, but love, the attention, as attention, especially unconditional attention. So anyways, interesting concept. And uh, it's something that I might make more episodes on in the future and uh, whatnot. But uh, anyways, this is a deeper perspective. And I'll talk to you in the next episode, whenever that's going to be.